Soft Extreme. Whether you need an AEG rifle, a gas blowback rifle, or a gas blowback pistol, Airsoft Extreme is the place to go. Try them out and to buy them. Airsoft Extreme carries all the major brands of guns, tactical gear, BBs, whatever it is you need to play, go to Airsoft Extreme. So the only thing you need to remember is AirsoftExtreme.com. Dr. Airsoft's here. He's done a number of online blogs about uh, iPro safety gear, airsoftmedicine.com. So, yeah, give him a round of applause. Yeah! Who's missing their field uh, guard? Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Steve with Airsoftology. And for all of our Airsoft medicine needs, we go to Airsoft Medicine. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the man who left his home in Tucson, Arizona for some California grass, he is Dr. Airsoft. Thank you very much, Range Master Larry. Thanks for that intro. As always, it's something unexpected but appreciated, I think. Absolutely. So this brings us to the October edition of the Airsoft Medicine Podcast, which is growing wildly in popularity right now mm -hmm. and uh, we appreciate all of our listeners in fact i had a few things you were going to say something? i was just going to say maybe our listeners in their vast numbers could could settle something for us before the show we were arguing rather vehemently about old school hotties okay when i'm old school now i'm 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 thinking tuesday weld and the doc is thinking audrey hepburn and i'm sticking to that all right so um you know most of our listeners are like who Who's Tuesday Weld? W-E-L-D. Tuesday Weld, an actress, as was Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Um, you guys, yeah. uh, all, all the guys should uh, vote in, vote and say, you know, Tuesday Weld or Audrey Hepburn. Look up as many images of them as you can. Mm -hmm. um, frankly, they're, 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 they're ladies. None of them are going to be naked. No, and, no, this, and, is, this is classy. And these are, these are hot women. Yeah. But okay. I'm, I'm a Tuesday Weld fan. He's, a, he's an Audrey Hepburn fan. I, I think yeah. you should uh, vote, people. Vote. Okay. Let us know. All right, anyway. You're going to put like a, a, a survey on our Facebook? or uh, I will say Range Master Larry is right. <laughs> That's all you'll do. Yeah. Okay, we do want to let people know how to contact us. And in fact, they're going to need to know how to contact us. In order to vote. Well, I was going to say for the contest you're going to talk about later on in yeah, the show. Mm -hmm. So Tell them. the way you reach us is by email. It's this new thing that's out. It's not just a fad. It's actually usable. And if you don't have an email address, I'd suggest you go out and get one. Mm -hmm. Mine is mark at airsoftmedicine.com. Larry's is? Um, I'm going to guess it's Larry at airsoftmedicine.com. And how do you know that? Uh, simply because it's uh, probably on our Facebook page. Yep. And if and if you do write, who knows, we may randomly select someone to send a certain little memento from, memento, excuse me, from the uh, memento. That would be uh, Spanish. Mm, no, we're not going to do no. that. We're going to send you memento. We'll, like, we'll like get, movie. We, we'll, we will send you giftage. So not automatically if you write, but you may be selected to have something sent to you. So please, when you do write an email to us, include a mailing address in case we feel generous and want to so, send something to you. What's, what's our, where can they find us on Facebook? Now on Facebook, it's Dr. Airsoft. D, oh, okay. DR period space Airsoft. You all know how to spell Airsoft. Yep. Okay. So uh, how about YouTube? YouTubeage. YouTube right now, YouTube is a channel called Auburn Medical Group. 
all of these you can find by going to airsoftmedicine.com and then there's links or, or menu settings that you can just click on to go to these things. We also want people, obviously people are listening to the podcast if they hear this, so please rate the podcast wherever you're hearing it. For example, if you get it through iTunes, please rate us on iTunes. That really helps us out. Um, we're giving you a free show, so we... What we asked of, return that you consider giving us a good rating. What kind of ratings have we been getting? I mean, you're our techie guy. I, five, I five. Five star. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Are we actually, is this, is this actually being recorded and so, so forth right now? I mean, for sure. Yeah. The reason I ask is, you know, we have to confess here on the air that once in a while we, we've gone through like half the show and realized, oh, it's not on. Ah, some of the best stuff ever is just, okay. Never got. We did that with the medical show with the uh, yeah. oncologist. Oh boy, he had to yeah. talk about his tumor all over. Oh, yeah. that was it. But he was he was a sport. It was anyway. a foot long from Subway. <laughs> Doctor Shahid, a foot long from Subway. A little inside, you know. Anyway, okay, where are we going next? We are. Well, you've become a member of something. I am a member. I don't have my card yet. It hasn't come in the mail. But yeah, I I am a member of the uh, ASTM, the American Standards and Testing, no, American Society for Testing Materials Committee for Airsoft. Wow. Wow. So, so yeah. these people set standards. They're not a government body. No. They are, uh, they're probably like a body of, of, of experts and uh, people with experience and engineers and it, whatever. It's all interested parties. Yeah. In fact, you could, even as a player, mm-hmm. pay your $75 and get on the committee, but you may not be given voting rights. Uh, do you have voting rights? I do. I, I, I did get the email this week saying, hey, Dr. Airsoft, you can vote. Oh, wow. Yeah, the chair wrote to me and told me I got it. So so if you think that uh, the standards are getting too stringent, you can say, well, I don't think we uh, we, we don't need that. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, so so there. Um, now, are these do these have the imprimatur of law? Not at all. These standards? No. This is so, this is an attempt by the industry to do some self policing okay so that we don't have to have things happen where a federal agency decides to set some kind of standards or legislation these are not then these are not like laws or rules they're more like no. guidelines really <laughs> and thirdly they're more like guidelines yeah <laughs> um okay so for example can you give us an example of uh you know one of their safety guidelines or well what types of things might they cover I, my understanding is this is the first thing we've actually voted on. And the first one is uh, guidelines for field owners mm. for what to do. Now, this is interesting. I, as a member, can look at this material and download it, but I am prohibited to spread it around, to give it to somebody, or even to quote from it. So uh, I did speak to the guy who actually wrote the guideline, which is Michael Lucas. Uh, he's in Crossman Air Guns. Okay. And he did give me permission to speak about it without actually reading word for word from the document. Although, didn't we violate that last month unknowingly? Did, did we not read from something? It was, it was uh, uh, guidelines for field owners, right? It talked about, here's what we'd like to see. And, and I think, uh, like, uh, have a safety briefings before uh, play, have maybe some things posted. and But that, that wasn't um, through the membership that we got it, that Somebody oh. either posted that or oh, okay, so we so got somebody it. may have broken a rule if we okay, had that. We got I actually don't remember. All right, yeah. so and so we may have uh, rebroken the rule, kind of like regifting. We <laughs> somebody gave it to us and we passed it on, and it was like so. So now we know because I'm a member. I read the rule. It says okay. no, don't 
don't read this word for word or, or quote from it. But what I can say is that the uh, the guidelines for field owners, which is coming up for a vote on the 14th, and we're recording this on the 13th, so I actually have to vote on this tomorrow. I've been holding off because I'm a little ambivalent on mm-hmm. it, and I'll, I'll tell you about that. I, I like it for the most part. It talks about giving the safety briefing. It talks about some rules for play. It talks about wearing ANSI-approved goggles or some kind of standard that has yet to be made by ASTM. Yeah. It talks about suggesting the use of some kind of a nose and facial protection. Mm-hmm. It's recommended. This is all coming back to me. Yeah. yeah. But requiring something to prevent entry of the BBs into the ear canal. We talked about that. We, we did talk about that. Yeah, you got it right there. So I've been, yeah, the uh, Ear Pro uh, Sonic Defenders by Surefire uh, would meet that requirement, I, I would expect. Yeah. They may and actually come up with some kind of a test where they shoot them at a certain speed or with a certain weight of BB. That's not been established. Well, I mean, you know, I'm neither an engineer nor a doctor, but looking at my uh, Ear Pro EP3 Sonic Defenders from... Uh, surefire i i i really don't think anything would go into my ear canal if i was wearing these probably not those i i think these would do the trick and frankly a pair of foam um you know the the the, the type of foam things that they sell at the hardware store when you're running your chainsaw that kind of thing yeah that might do it too but who wants to run with orange things sticking out of their ears well yeah you're bringing up an interesting point um what is something that's adequate to keep a bb from penetrating into the canal they didn't get any more specific michael lucas when he wrote this standard purposely made it somewhat vague at this point okay well and and that's so that we don't have to get too legalistic about okay what meets the standard what doesn't Mm. i just think that the the probability of something going into the ear canal is pretty slim now uh, that's what the argument is. I've been talking to Michael Lucas from Crossman and also to Wallace Lau from Z shot, you know, who brings in Aries and does anybody know of any, even apocryphal stories of, yes. okay. He told me that one of the members of the committee representing the insurance in- industry said that they did have a claim where someone had an ear injury. And my understanding is there was a degree of loss of hearing so from blunt trauma or from well, sudden loud see, noise I, or I've not seen the medical record for this. Okay. I've just had the author of the standard tell me that he was told by the insurance industry that there is a claim or he may have said claims. I don't recall. That's what it's going by. He also pointed out uh, a, what's it called? The NEISS or NIESS. It's a database, national database for, documenting injuries it's injury surveillance and on that database you put in and anybody can do this uh you can just put in a search term for let me see if i can find it here well i, I shouldn't do this during the show i should do this ahead of time huh yeah it it sounds like one of those uh I was on a website the other day that just showed uh guys <laughs> doing really dangerous things with ladders <laughs> that's all ridiculous things like you know their ladder's not long enough so they <laughs> they stack cinder blocks or you know, all, all oh there's yeah the guys are actually doing there's no end to it oh yeah it's the uh, u.s consumer product safety commission and the uh acronym stands for the national electronic injury surveillance system n-e-i-s-s online not not an electronic injury but it's an electronic system the system that tracks the injuries that was inartfully named so if you just put an n-e-i-s-s in google you'll get it and what you're able to do is a search 
four injuries according to year. You can do one year at a time. And I think it probably goes back 20 years or so. You can put in a code for a body part. And so in this case, we'd put in the code for ear. Okay. And then you would put in the code for what's causing the injury. There's two codes that we're interested in. One is for air guns, BB guns, paintball guns. They're all grouped into one. And another one is for BBs. Okay. So if you do searches for this, you will come across these results. You can, you can click on it to actually see the cases. And each case has a little narrative at the bottom, just one line going across the screen. And you can get, I don't know, maybe eight or 10 uh, cases per screen. And it's about uh, somewhere in the range of 30 to 70 per year. Uh, of, of, of ear, ear injuries, injuries from BBs. BBs or BB guns or air guns. And so then you can look and see what these injuries are. And it's interesting to find what the little narrative says. Every once in a while, like one in 20 maybe. I, I haven't done a survey myself. Wallace Lau said that he is going to. So he's going to give us a little table that shows this. But maybe one in 20, one in 30 will will actually say something that makes you think it was airsoft. Like it says airsoft, the word airsoft, or it says soft. Or uh, uh, plastic BB. Okay. You know, See, because it was airsoft. I'm thinking that the majority of those kind of injuries are from copper BBs. Most of them. 177 caliber BBs moving at, you know, right. out of your, you know, like in Ralphie, when they, you'll put, yes. you'll, you'll it's all fun eye. and games right. until somebody loses an ear, right? <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. Well, oh, we will. Maybe it's because I lost my hearing from a yeah. BB. Yeah. The, Different types of narratives you see will either say something that really sounds airsoft-like, and that's like one in 20. Um, a little bit less than half will say something that makes it absolutely definite that it wasn't airsoft. Talking about a metal or copper BB or talking about the type of mushroom-shaped pellet or s- somehow calling it a-, a BB gun in a way that doesn't sound like airsoft. Yeah. And then the rest of them, you, you can't tell. There's just not enough information in the narrative. To tell. Okay, well, that... So what that narrows it down to for me is it didn't sound like there was all that many, like 70 of them. And then after you call out the true, you know, pellets and BBs, the lead, yeah. the copper, the metal. You that know, takes out half of them or so. More than that, probably. And, and then there's then the, unknowns. the unknowns. Yeah. So the probability and and the mechanism of the injuries. Probably now that's, that's key. Are people being stupid? Oftentimes it's toddlers sticking a BB uh, in their ear. They have to go to the emergency department to get it taken out of their ear. Okay, so well, it wasn't even shot. It gets coded as a BB injury. Right. Well, the kid stuck the BB in his ear. He didn't get they shot. Gummy bears and in that's their ears what, and whatever, right? That's what tons of these are. Okay. For the nose and for the ear, it's because kids are sticking them sticking in there. And it gets and coded when the doctor sees them as having, yeah, having the BB. or. So that's where a lot of them are coming from also. So when we actually look at this for, well, how often is somebody actually getting an injury in the ear? Wallace Lau is going to help us out by finishing up the survey, but it's looking like that's actually the exception. I'm not sure how this is going to go. I'm not sure how the vote is going to go on this standard, but this may reach the point where I, I ask the committee to provide me with a medical record that actually shows injuries. And if, if we don't have evidence to support making everybody cover their ears, then those of us on the committee are going to have to say, um, yeah, why, why do we, it? We, we can't support. Why pass a rule for something that probably isn't going to happen? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like wearing an anti-elephant uh, necklace or something in case an elephant should come across the field and step on you. Yeah. 
the probability of that occurring. And, and, is, okay, and, and that reminds me of what Wallace Lau was saying when I was talking to him, is we, you know, we have to draw a line at some point because if you make the game uncomfortable for the player, it's going to hurt the sport. Yeah. And, and Wallace has concerns about having it be too restrictive right from the start and not being able to go back. I, I talked to the author of it, Michael Lucas, about this concern. He said, well, you, you can change it as you go. It, it's a living document, and it can be changed. But, you know, we, it's easier to put, uh, take some, to it, put something it, it in. It reminds me of what out. the NRA was saying when we had SB 798 coming, and they were saying, no, don't give any compromise. Right. Um, you let them creep in, and they're going to. So, like I say, I have not yet voted myself. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Um, Wallace and I are both in agreement that it's inconsistent to require this ear canal coverage, but yet just recommend nose and mouth. Yeah, we're we're in agreement on that. So yeah. anybody who's listening is on the committee. I haven't voted yet. I haven't decided for sure which way to go. Uh, I believe that we're going to have some discussion on this when the meeting comes up in November. Left we'll picket signs. And, People uh, I've already inside the Capitol. Keep our ears free. Keep <laughs> our ears free. Okay. So this guy, Michael Lucas, is from actually in the industry. He's from Crossman. He works for Crossman. Uh, he he kind of swore me to secrecy on some of the details, but he said that they've got some products coming out that we'll see at SHOT Show, Ooh. Uh, specifically some things that will be more in the Milsim market than they've really entered into in the past. Airsoft products? Yes, yes, guns. See, I, I'm a fan of, of Crossman from my young days. I was a youngster uh, growing up. I You were I a youngster had, when you grew up? I was. I had the Powermaster 760. Is 760 how many feet per second? Would you? Uh, you know, I have no idea where the num- number came from. All I know is that you could pump this rifle. It had a, it had a foregrip that uh, was kind of a, you know, you'd, you'd pump the darn thing. And uh, with each stroke of the pump, it would add more pressure. Right. And, you know, so uh, two strokes was enough to kill a mouse. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could shoot a small red one that powerful in your house. Well, I when I was a kid, I actually had a a mouse running around in my house, and I, my mom screaming and stuff. We didn't have a cat, so I said, oh, "I can take care of this." So I, uh, I old range master Larry touched one off in the house, but I used the low power. I used a a, a BB in my Crossman seven sixty two pumps, took the little sucker right out. But if you wanted to go outside and knock a woodpecker off the telephone pole, you had to go fifteen pumps. A good 15 pumps because a couple of things. It was a, it's a first shot. Plus, a woodpecker is fairly tough. Now, this is we're getting a little far afield of airsoft, but but uh, you could you could kill a woodpecker. I'm not so sure. I want little kids on electric street pumping up their gun 15 times. <laughs> I live anywhere around there. <laughs> I stacked up 18 woodpeckers one summer. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Anyway, and they also uh, getting back to Crossman. Uh, they also are working on some new face protection, a se- second generation of what they have for a mask and goggle. And he said that we'll talk about that at Shot Show. Oh, I am looking forward to seeing that. Speaking of Shot Show, yeah, we're going to see that. We're going. We're going. Yeah. And anybody who watched our videos from last year of the the daily uploads from Shot Show, we're doing it again. Yeah. We're going to go back. We're going to do daily uploads. We're going to use the same uh, workflow that we did last time so the videos get on the day of, and you'll be able to see all the new products that we're getting excited. We've been talking to uh, all the manufacturers we talked to last year that were actually on the video, and everybody who's coming back to SHOT Show has already agreed to have us. And in fact, this year, uh, ahead of the show, I had a representative, Palco, 
You remember they had the big booth with the the uh, shooting range inside of it. Oh right, right. The only place at Shot Show where you can actually fire a gun is where we threw the grenade. Is that Palco? The grenade, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going to uh, give us some time there. Crossman's going to give us some time, and of course, all the people, the manufacturers of the the safety products, iPro, uh, Face Pro, all that stuff. So, if our listeners would like to write to us. Um, and, and if they've got uh, a greatest hits kind of thing, they hate a suggestion yeah. for something they know yeah. that maybe we're not aware of. Yeah. If they could write an email so that we could get in contact with that company before we go and yeah. do a video on it. Yeah. And there yeah. are some new products that we're excited about. These new face protection products. There's a whole new style of, of product out there that we've not really done on the show or yeah, on the videos we, yet. And we've been using like the mesh type masks. We um, have up till now, but, but there's, there's this new one from, from M tech. M-Tech Weapons System. So this is real steel stuff. Yeah. And they make a trainer of it. And you guys can find it just by uh, putting in a search for M-Tech Fast. That's the letter M. Fast T3. Yeah. That's the letter M-T-E-K Weaponsystems.com. Fast T3. The T3 is the trainer. And this is a helmet mounted. And when we say helmet, we mean a military helmet like a MISH or a ACH or a Pasket, it has this Versa rail that mounts on the sides on the screws that you have on these helmets. And then the face uh, mask clicks in, slides in and clicks in to this Versa mount on the helmet. And it goes all the way around the face, almost uh, way out like a, a football player's uh, yeah, face mask. Yeah, the face mask of a think, football player. Think football player face mask. Except, except it's solid. Solid and just the lower. Yeah, and it goes around kind of from around the ear and temple. We hope to be lower. doing a video on this thing, but we hope to be doing a video. Playing around this with it here a, a few minutes ago, it seems like it's something that you could use your hydration system with. It's not going to interfere with your comms. It's not going to interfere with your breathing. It, it it's not claustrophobic. What are you doing? Clicking. I'm trying to make it. the sound on the microphone. Oh yeah, that's it's, what it sounds like when you click it together. And it's pretty substantial, and it comes in a really cool desert marpat uh, pattern. Actually, it comes with marpat. Yeah. And so it'll match, match your loadout. kit and uh, everything's cool. Well, it comes in all the patterns. Yeah. But we got ACU and yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm eager to try it out and even more eager to, to do the video on it. And the, the company really wanted us to m get the uh, rail mount adapter for the contour HD camera and make a video of that. So we're going to try to do that when we go some, out and play this weekend, some, some helmet mount video so that you guys can see what the M tech is all about. And they they actually sell the, uh, the contour camera. That's who we bought ours from. I think they sell it for about $150, and they sell the uh, rail mount. Mm -hmm. So they're competitive with all the other race, yeah. airsoft retailers. For and, the, it, and it's uh, a pretty high-quality camera. I, I'm impressed with, it, with the quality of the video that it produces. For, and audio. Know, it does pick up audio as it, well. Certainly, it's not like the one we use for SHOT Show, but um, for running out and playing, $150. Bucks, for for yeah. something that's not a whole lot bigger than a tactical flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm impressed. So, so there's uh, other products like the uh, M-Tech Fast T3. One of them is put out by Revision, of course. Um, we, we've talked about their stuff before. And there is, their uh, system is called Battle Skin. Oh, yeah. And again, you can just look at the Revision Military website and see it. And it, it also is a system of, a, it includes the helmet, right? Right. Well, it's what, the helmet and face mask and the visor, the whole thing. Yeah, and I'm glad that uh, we, we, we really like our friends there at uh, ESS. But what I cannot tell uh, just from the description is if they make this in an airsoft mode as well. This one seems to be developed for actual, you know, real steel out in Afghanistan kind of use. Yeah, I need to read the email from, uh, sh wait, no, that's, uh, 
Here we go. David Walsh at Revision writes, Hey, Mark, since Battleskin is our newest product, I'm assuming that it will probably be on display at SHOT Show 2012. I can't give a definite answer on whether or not our sales team will be letting people try it on. So this one is uh, kind of the upper echelon. Uh, we're lucky if we get our hands on it type product. Yeah. So, and then there's another product yeah. similar to these put on out by our friends at uh, iTactical from Canada. You remember Sean? Yeah. He was in one of our videos. You talked to him for a while. Yeah. And they have a product and it's called the, uh, oh, what's the name of it? UHS, I believe, Universal Helmet System. And it uh, it comes down, it's kind of like the Versa mount that's put out by MTech that has the face. Are you looking at it on, online, the picture of it? No. Kind of like that, and that it's a, a lower face covering, but it attaches to the helmet up above your temple. Okay, well, it's time for us to uh, not not wind up yet. We're we're getting a little tight on time. We just there's just so much good stuff, you know. It's hard to cram it all in thirty minutes. I, I know every month, but um, thirty minutes of airsoft goodness. But we need to but we need to be able to give stuff away to our loyal listeners. And and uh, here's here's my proposition. Uh, we are, what are we going to give them, by the way? Okay, we have a pair of ESS Profile goggles. Nice. These are the ones that have the Cortex clip that protects the nose. These are the good airsoft goggles. This is, this is, this is mil, military-grade stuff. That's right. We also have an iron face, lower face mask, which what I like about the iron face is for $10 or $12, depending on which retailer you get it from, you have something that adequately protects your face. And you can modify it to make it more comfortable. Yeah, I've seen guys put uh, like material directly on it, just uh, festoon it with Marpad or whatever, and it looks pretty cool actually. Or or they paint shark teeth on it or whatever. It makes it look like yeah. a hockey goalie thing. Oh yeah, with the, they're so cheap. You can just even if you totally mess it up with paint. Yeah, they're it doesn't they're matter. inexpensive and but very effective. Um, but there's one other item that oh. you can't buy anywhere. It oh. is not for sale. What is it? It is the airsoft medicine patch. Oh yes. And it is available in black on white, white on black, black on desert tan, and black on olive. So enter the contest and tell us what color you want. Here's, the, here's how the contest works. Here's the contest. All right. I want you to go back. I, I, I have a penchant for, uh, for introducing Dr. Airsoft in a particular way. Uh, there's a method to my madness. I want you to go back to the September podcast and listen to my introduction for doc, to Dr. Airsoft or of Dr. Airsoft and... Identify the reference by which I, I introduce him. Uh, the most thorough uh, rendering of that uh, explanation will win the contest. On which podcast? Uh, the September. Okay, so the, the last, last one. one. The one okay. before this one that you're listening to right now. All right. September. September 2011, I should say. And uh, we'll take a quick break now before the end for our one of our sponsors. You only get one pair of eyes. You'll shoot your eye I told you so. Silence the voices. Stop the nagging voices in your head that keep telling you to wear better eye pro while playing airsoft. ESS took their battlefield-proven Profile NVG goggle and added the Cortex clip to provide you with the extra protection you need to prevent damaging BBs from passing between the side of your nose and the seal of your goggle. Keep your eyes safe with ESS, found at ESSAirsoft.com online or at your favorite airsoft retailer. Okay, and then now that we're back, what we want to do is promote our sponsors again, which you just heard ESS. ESS making those great airsoft goggles with the Cortex, uh, the Cortex clip that goes across the, the nose there. And also Airsoft Extreme, which has both 
walk-in stores where you can shoot the guns in their little uh, room on the side where you can uh, actually try out the guns. And also Spartan Imports, which is the, exclu- oh, the, oh, the exclusive uh, distributor of Classic Army. And you know, we don't. We didn't have time. Do we have time to do listener questions? We're we're up against. Oh, uh, do we have maybe one quick one we can just slip in this time? Uh, hello, I'm kind of a new player, and I just bought my first serious AEG. The rifle I bought is Classic Army Sportline M15A4 carbine camo box package of 500 CA brand .20 high precision gram BBs. I looked at them. I've used them about 50 or so just to test them. They seem to work fine. Uh, but normally, is it a bad idea to use BBs that come with the gun, but these seem to work fine? Should I stop using them, or do you think it is safe? Thank you. Just don't put them in your ear, man. Yeah, that's that's it right there. Don't put them in your ear. Uh, as far as the BBs that come with the guns, uh, some people are of the opinion you got to throw them out because you have no idea what they are. Well, look, but, BBs are so dang cheap. But it depends. If you have <laughs> a tight bore barrel, you trust. if you have a tight bore barrel, yeah. don't. Absolutely don't if you don't know what the BBs if, are. If you have any question, use the ones you trust. Okay. They're not uh, that expensive. We got to go, but stay tuned. Do the contest. Uh, rate us. And until next time, this is Dr. Airsoft and Range Master Larry telling you to play safely. Spartan Imports Incorporated is one of North America's largest distributors of premium quality airsoft products for military training and recreational purposes. Our major product lines have full warranties, and we offer comprehensive in-house, dealer, and consumer technical support. Among the many brands and items we carry, Spartan Imports is the exclusive distributor of Magpul licensed PTS, airsoft products, Classic Army and Javelin brands of airsoft guns, and Amp Tactical and Mag brands of high-quality airsoft and recreational shooting optics and accessories.